So we just started recording. Uh, I'm CB, and this is DG3, a.k.a. Colin Berger, Daniel Glass III. Go Birds. Uh, welcome to the podcast realm. I don't know if you've ever done one or been on one before. I've featured on a couple my friends do, but when it, when we talk sports, it's an intellectual beauty. And I wanted to share that with the people. Yeah. Uh, when we talk sports, specifically Philadelphia sports, normally right. the Philadelphia Eagles, um, magic happens. So we figured uh, for our sakes and for everybody else's sakes that we would, uh, I guess, record it and, and share. Long story short, we met in Pittsburgh at the only Eagles bar in Western Pennsylvania, I believe. Shout out to Chupkas, too, on shout the south to, side. Shout out to Rich Chupkas. Shout out to Phil and the, and the boys starting that Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. Damn, that was a that was a hell of a run back in, in 2017 and last year. I wasn't in Pittsburgh. I'm now, you know, just outside of Philly. You're you're still out there in Pittsburgh. How how was it at Chupkas last year? It was good. It was good. the uh, The playoffs were wild. The Super Bowl they actually prepared for well. We had to throw a little cover out there. Really? We got all the pizza we uh, could eat. Side note, wouldn't recommend the pizza there necessarily. Anyways, it was a great time. There's one, there were like two Chiefs fans, but all the Chiefs fans that were there were really just uh, anti-Eagles fans wearing red. There was a Sounds guy, fun. there's a guy that walked in and I yelled at him, this, this guy's Walmart Kelsey, Walmart Travis Kelsey. The guy was trying to emulate Travis Kelsey in a way I've ne- it's such a South side, Pittsburgh South side guy. Just like Tobias Harris is the uh, Walmart J. Cole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, good play. You've yeah. ne- I don't know if we've ever seen Tobias Harris and J. Cole in the same room. No. Just saying. And hope we'll never see this guy and Travis Kelsey in the same room. Thank no. God. No. <laughs> That's a fact. Yeah. So yeah, I'm was curious. Great you, you put on the whole getup just for the podcast. Is that right? No, actually, I am not one to dress up, but it is draft day. Okay, you never know when you're you're gonna get the big call. I got the phone here. Uh, I told my mom and dad to stay up late tonight. Um, <laughs> girlfriends in the other room. So uh, selfishly, I'm obviously I want to make the big money. So I'm Absolutely. selfishly hoping for one of the earlier rounds. But as a huge Eagles fan, I'm kind of hoping they honestly just let me slide and then just get me undrafted for like a cheap offer. Probably Bring this the, man into training camp, just like Vince Papali. Just, I'm the new Vince Papali. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you've got the flow to match, brother. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to play for my Philadelphia Eagles. All right. I love it. Yeah. You never so, know. You got to always be prepared. Always be prepared. Hey, you never know when you're going to meet the love of your life. That's why you dress up when you're going out, or at least I still do that because I'm not in a relationship. But that's neither here nor there. We will get to the draft a little bit later, but first, I want to get your uh, your ta- uh, your takes on the Phillies. Not only today, but the first what are we three weeks in? Mm. I believe they're uh, thirteen and thirteen. Four four weeks maybe. Twenty six games. How you yeah. feeling? I feel weird. I feel weird about it. I feel there's such a and and you don't want to over exaggerate when they have a really bad game and a really good game because it's also just baseball, right? So like in any sport, you can't hang your hat too much on one game, but baseball, like there's what are, are there still a, what 162 game 162 games, 162 games, dude. It's insane. <laughs> I, I can't even believe that. 
uh, and it doesn't even go on the whole year. So you really can't over-exaggerate, even though it's hard not to. But I think the way the team is, man, and I say this after they won one to zero today, is I feel like there's going to be a significant amount of games where they're just killing the ball. But if it, it, but they have not the greatest pitching staff, and bats aren't always going to be hot. So then there's going to be a significant amount of games where they lose by I don't know five to ten runs. It feels like. I, but in the same way, they've had a lot of close games in this series, right? They've been they've been grinding out some wins today. Yesterday's game was a grind. Yesterday's game was a testament to the fact that, you know, you're down. What they go down two to five, I think. Something right? like that. Two to five after letting up a, a grand slam and then maybe a solo shot or something. I mean, and they, they just they can they can they can come back in any game because they can hit the crap out of the ball. So, but they can also get a couple of relievers in there that are going to get smoked. I don't know. I feel weird about it. It's early. Uh, I mean, less than 15% of the way through the season, but they started out one in five. So they're 12 and eight over their last uh, 20 games. Mm. That's good. Three straight series wins. That's good. They're going to yeah. get Bryce Harper uh, and Sanchez back. That's also good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not freaking out in any in any way. I mean, I kind of was when Suarez, they were 1-5. Suarez? Harper yeah, Suarez. yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Ranger. My bad. It, Christopher Sanchez. Ranger. He's their reliever who, like, is always part of the part of the mix and then goes back to Lehigh Valley for a Yeah. He, is that the guy that started the other day? Yeah. Christopher yeah. Sanchez? Yeah, I think they, yeah, they brought him up. Well. He started and they sent him back to Lee. Yeah, all right. <laughs> thanks for your service. See you later. Such a such a thanks for your service situation. Such a we, whatever. We got the we got the flow boys at the two back of the uh, at the end of the rotation with Strom and Falter. Strom. Strom threw a good game today. He's been a pleasant surprise. What do you think what do you think about what his future should be as far as his role on this team? They mentioned it on the broadcast today, right? They they said how he's likely going to be moved to the relief pretty soon when Ranger yeah. comes back. I, I mean, that guy's fine. dealing. I mean, he's dealing. He is. It's it's also a small sample size. I think he's what two, two and two. The ZRA is sub four, which is is good. I didn't really know a whole lot about the guy. Uh, yeah, me neither. But yeah, pleasant surprise. I I'm like. I'm not the most locked in on the Phillies. Like, I don't know their farm system that well. And I don't know every move they make. But we know enough to know enough. Yeah. Except yeah, for I, when you call uh, Ranger Suarez Chris Sanchez, and then you just look like an ass. It happens to the best of us. You know, a lot of names going around, especially with draft day and everything. But I think I'm pretty sure Strom was a reliever all of last year, like all of last year. I thought he was a reliever for the Boston Red Sox, who notably sucked as far as it came to relief pitching. So Seriously. the first time he started for the Phils, because I, I didn't pay a ton of attention in the offseason, I was like, oh, they're doing one of those uh, bullpen outings, you know? Yeah. yeah. But then they start throwing this guy a bunch of innings. That I think in his history at some point he did the starting thing. But I don't know. I feel like once a pitcher, a pitcher gets a taste – of the starting pitching that's isn't that all you want to do like unless you're closing outright maybe yeah don't you just don't you want to start 
and it's there's such a it seems like there's such a rhythm to pitchers like and i think that's part of the reason why it takes these guys to get going wheeler nola a lot of them like there were a lot of big aces struggling to be in the air i feel like there's such a rhythm to it you know yeah so i don't like yeah, messing it- with the guy's role back and forth too much that's why ranger suarez is so amazing because i felt like when the phillies did that with him mm-hmm. he handled that with his much grace as anybody that I've seen, I feel. Rangers, Rangers, a special dude. I think we saw that in the postseason last year. And uh, yeah, he, he is cold as ice. That yeah. guy. And it was, it was pretty wild. Was it the world series where he was admitting like he was way too hyped up for the, for the first <laughs> inning and everybody's like, wow, it's the first time we've ever heard that about him. So yeah. I can I can see from his mentality, just seeing the way he is, why he was able to transition back and 100%. forth pretty well. He's a rare breed. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if the rhythm thing is definitely palpable. But if Strom can pitch as a starter, I don't think there's any reason he can't pitch as a middle reliever or even yeah end of game guy. But yeah. Trey Turner needs to get it going. Although yeah. I'm not worried about that. Castellanos has been great. Yeah. Jesus, the are man you, himself. Are you are you how do you feel about the Nick Cassianos? The sexiest last name to say. Like it makes me feel sexier when I say it. Cassianos. Um like are you I hate to say this, but are you like buying it? You know? Oh, he yeah. just has at bats, like last year he had at bats where he just looked so what are you doing, right? Yeah. Like just swinging it. Crazy stuff. Are you buying? Are you buying the Cassianos? I am. Okay. I, I I don't know if it's true. I'd have to go look it up. But I've heard something about Cassianos is like whenever he has a really down year, which he's apparently had a couple, that next year he's like on fire. So I also heard a stat last year that my buddy brought up that Kyle Schwarber sucks before uh, the month of June. He's a June baby, dude. <laughs> He's, two years in a row, he has lit the world on fire with home runs in June. Yeah. And the, the best thing about it is I'm pretty sure two years ago when he – when did he – what team was he on when he did that two years ago? Ah, he, uh, was, he was on the Red Sox, wasn't he? Was it? Yes. Thank yeah. you. Red Sox. Yeah. It was – I think it was like – obviously, he still hit home runs after June, but I think it was pretty much like fairly specific to June. I'm pretty sure last year with the Phillies, that thing, he rode that thing into like July, like two months of just oh yeah, hitting he, the I mean he's hitting a home run like every other game in basically. He won, he won the won the home run title in the NL last year. What do you have? Like 48 or something like that? Yeah. And I think 40. he might have got like player of the month for the NFL June and he might have got both June and July, but I have to look it up. Yeah, regardless. It's early on the Phillies. That's yeah. the conclusion. A lot of ball left. A lot of ball left to play. Now, Yo, Bryson Sixers, Stott. Yo, Bryson Stott. Hey, dude, Bryson. Everybody's A-O-A-O-K. A-O-A-O-K. That's how he bats, too, you know? He's calm up there. He just is hitting the ball. The leadoff is beautiful for him. because He's all, perfect. What I see, he just hits the ball where it's pitched, you yep. know? Yep. I think Bryson could hit a lot more homers if that was his approach. But right now I see a guy that has a good eye, and if the ball's up there, I'm going to swing that way. Like, he's just yeah. – He's just getting on base. That's all he's doing. That's what your leadoff lead hitter is supposed to do, get on base. He's supposed to do. He's, right? he's wonderful. What do you think about the whole idea that Bryson, Stott, and Harper are kind of like – they're kind of like buds, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. Bryson's the young young guy, the young cub. 
Yep, young bud. Bryce young Harper, gun. and we have Bryce's son, Bryce, Bryce's son a little bit. I mean, I don't want to say in a degrading way, though. That's why I'm a little bit like I'm still working out the kinks a little bit. But I know they're buds. I know they're buds. And there's a bit of an age gap uh, there. There's not that big. Uh, not. You, I think a little more, little more work. But I think you're on yeah, to something. I'll keep working on, on it. Anyways. Now, uh, this is a Philly sports podcast, yeah. and we talk about all of the sports, maybe except for the Union. I'm not. I'm not a huge soccer guy. I don't know about you. I call it football now, so I'm getting there. <laughs> in the right direction. I met a, a guy from Birmingham. We watched Aston Villa together, so I'm getting there. But I'm there not you there go. yet. Okay. Yeah. I'm I, not there yeah yet. I still can't. I still can't do the Premier League stuff. I just don't have a rooting interest, you know. He I, he's actually a, fe- a fellow Philadelphia Eagles fan. I met him at the Eagles bar, and he's kind of t- took me under his wing. First first match I went to watch with him, he gave me an Aston Villa jersey. There you go. And he's he's grooming it. You know, it's it's yeah, been fun. Yeah. Well, that helps is having somebody who else is who is also invested to bring you into the fold. Mm-hmm. The, the Godfather, if you will. <laughs> yes. Um, but the Sixers. Dean is my Godfather. Nice. <laughs> the Sixers, the only team mm. to sweep in the first round, look fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Now, Celts are up three-two on the Hawks with Game Six tonight. Mm-hmm. Even if it ends tonight earliest the Sixers will have to play is Monday, which gives Joel, was that, seven full days off with his LCL strain? Yeah. I mean, I we couldn't have expected it to play out any better than this. Like, I yeah. think that it was looking like that was going to be a sweeper close to it. And now not only is the series still going, pushing our game back, but, like, the Celtics are like, like shoot, we're going to have to – freaking earn this you know what yeah. i mean like they're gonna have to bust bust their balls a little bit here yeah trey young is making him earn it he's making him earn it and i hate trey young <laughs> I just, I he's a hate the him. face kind of guy i can't hate the face kind of guy i see his face and i just hate him him <laughs> and like uh what was it tyus jones that guy who played from duke you, you just look at him you're like i don't like you grayson <laughs> so allen on that list too yeah yeah no, oh well, Grayson Allen's more than he's, that. He's a, he's a, he's in a different category. Grayson also. Allen's a scumbag. Who, by he, the way, did you see what he did at the end of the game yesterday? Uh uh-uh. To to lose the game? No. It's overtime. I think the Bucks are down two, and they they get the ball with nine seconds. They drive down the court. I think Giannis has it. Oh, he's like double covered, passes it off. We're five, four, three, and then everyone's like double teamed, and then they toss it to I'm. I'm pretty sure it's Grayson Allen gets it with about two seconds left. Instead of stopping the shoot, he drives and slowly goes to the rim. Didn't even get a damn shot off. Like it wasn't tried, even close. He had no he idea. Do how much, with two seconds left. He had no idea how much time was left. And it was the biggest, like it oh, caught God. up with you. You, you asshole, you jerk. Cue <laughs> LeBron bad. in the meme. J.R. Smith. What are you yeah, it was, yeah, it was bad. I mean, you got to get a shot off, but. I digress. Yeah, just punchable face, uh, dude. That that's a shock though. The Heat taking down the one seed. I heard a I heard a stat this morning. The this is the first time in NBA history, at least since the uh, I don't know. They started keeping records of odds and and stats and such, which probably the NBA ABA merger. First time that the playoff favorite to win the national or the win the championship has lost in the first round. Wow. Because the Bucks were 
the outright favorite to win across both conferences. Phenomenal and they lost. You know, as a Sixers fan, it makes it's you awesome. feel it's well, okay, so it's double double sided, right? For I me, see at least, I see where you're I'm going. reflecting, right? So on one <laughs> I'm gonna cry for a while here. On one side, it's it's awesome. Obviously, you feel like, okay, well, I feel better about going against that team, despite how amazing they played than the Bucks, obviously, right? But on the other side of things, man, it makes you think back, doesn't it? It's like, man, I, we might have been even closer than I thought at the time. Like, I thought we were kind of close, but watching how freaking incredible Jimmy Buckets is playing right now, we might have been, like, really close to winning it all. I mean, Dude. he's putting up – he could put up, like, 40 points a night and not even blink an eye, it sounds like. No. He's unreal. It looks like, rather. I think we were really freaking close, man. And watching Jimmy Butler play, like, he doesn't play like this during the regular season. And that's fine. He plays obviously played good enough that they made it here or whatever. But he's amazing. He's got ice in his veins. He says, give me the last shot. Killer instinct, eye of the tiger, that is Jimmy Butler. Like, when he flips that switch, good luck. Good it's luck, unbelievable. Dude. What what can you do? And if the and if the Bucks can't, if Holiday can't defend them, who in the world on our team is going to defend them? I, well, lucky lucky for the Sixers is we don't we wouldn't have to play the Heat until the conference finals. Right, right. God willing, they get there. Atlanta Hawks, I'm looking at you. Please, please do some damage to this Celtics team. <laughs> I, Everything I you can. I hate the freaking Hawks. That would be great. Take that game to seven. Even if, even if the Hawks lose the series and we have to play the Celtics, like they have to go to seven and we get ten days rest. Joel comes back for game one. Good luck. You want the satisfaction of beating the Celtics or the? I don't want to. I don't want to oversay it, but the the less stressful feeling of maybe playing the Hawks. Oh you know that, no! Be... I would I would love that. The easiest yeah, road yeah. to the finals. Sign me yeah. up. Which hell? Yeah, dude. Doesn't it make you hate Ben Simmons more though that the reason Jimmy. Butler left was because he couldn't play with Ben Simmons. I, if I knew that, it would. But now that I know that, I think the answer is yes. I didn't well, know it, that. It, Jim, from what I, I can't confirm this, but I think the general accepted notion was that Jimmy said to the front office, "It's either me or Ben," and then they chose Ben. Uh. Jimmy, being around Simmons every day, could see how soft as baby shit he was. Yeah, which we all know now. But he was in the locker room, and Jimmy Butler is the exact fucking opposite. Of yeah, we're games. seeing that. We're we're literally seeing that in the playoffs. One person's literally not playing, and the other is the most confident player in the universe right now. He's the most confident player out of all the playoff teams, in my opinion. The guy doesn't shoot threes all season. He starts off the other game. He's like three for three from three. He's just like. He's a deep. That's one thing that's interesting about NBA, right? Is these guys, some of these guys and superstars mostly are mm-hmm. just, they're just a different player in the playoffs. They're just like, it's someone else. It's like unrecognizable what Jimmy yeah. Butler is doing right now. But it makes sense. Like, you wouldn't want him to go that hard every regular season game, but you wouldn't, you wouldn't make it. Yeah. You wouldn't make it. Yeah. But holy it's gotten to a point in the NBA where like the regular season, Almost doesn't matter. You yeah. just have to. Oh, hundred percent. You just have to like get into the playoffs and and be like not a trash team. 
Mm-hmm. And even still, I mean, how many times do you see all four top seeds win in the first round and everything goes chalk? I mean, right. this year is an outlier for sure. But in years past, I feel like it doesn't really even start the playoffs until the second round. Yeah. Yeah. It, but. You kind of just wait for the NBA season to get to the playoffs and in some ways, you know, yeah. as far as like the entertainment value of it. And real fast, we don't have to get into all this, but just as again on the ent- entertainment aspect of things, just real quick comment. This uh, Kings Warriors series is so freaking good, so great. entertaining. These guys are all every one of them. Fox is like the opposite of Trey uh, Young. I look at him and I'm like, here, you are awesome. You're, yeah, you're like above, in my opinion. He's like above like what he should be at. Right, he's just. He's awesome. I love, but that series has been just so entertaining. Anyways, it's fun to watch. I, uh, what is it? It's three, two warriors now, right? Yeah. Yeah. They just went back to Golden State. Yeah. I don't know. I I think if Sacramento had any hope, they were going to have to win at home. 100%. Like, they got to light that beam, man. Dude, light light the beam. beam. That's a pretty cool thing that they do. I'm not going to. Honestly, I think that's why another reason why I'm attracted to that team is because it feels like kind of Philly ish right now. Yeah. Yeah. the streets were flooded with people, dude. Like, flooded with people. And there's yeah. such an energy in that place. Well, it's and shit, it's they hadn't been in the playoffs in, what, like 15 years or something? Yeah. I don't know the exact number, but it's been a while. What's that thing about hungry dogs or something? A, a certain hungry case? dogs run faster! Oh, they run fast! <laughs> and we're starving! Hell yeah, yeah, man. Upset Eagles. Guy just popped across my screen by the name of Bijan Robinson. Mm. Are the Eagles going to take Bijan Robinson at 10? DG3, your thoughts? Uh, no, we're not going to take him. No? Not at 10. Not at 10. Okay. I don't know. If they trade think... back to say 16 and he's still there. Now we're talking maybe, I would say. Howie Roseman, uh, do you know. Running backs he's drafted over his entire tenure. Has he ever? I'm asking. I don't know this. Do you know like the earliest the team has ever drafted? The most they've ever invested in a young running back. And obviously the guys you probably it would have to be either McCoy or Westbrook. And I don't even know if it probably wasn't Roseman actually when we did yeah. Westbrook. So it'd be I, McCoy, right? He probably was the highest draft pick oh, ever. Sanders was second round. Second round. That's I don't, a lot later than a 10th pick. In yeah, the I think he was like 42 overall, something like that. I was LaShawn McCoy a first-round pick? I don't think he was, man. I'm going to look it up. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know either. Um, I, I did hear a stat that they haven't taken a running back in the first round since, like, 1986. So, that's a long, <laughs> that's a long history. You know who it was? Uh, I know Keith Byers was in 83. I don't. Okay. I, they were talking about it on WIP today or yesterday. I forget. But yeah, I don't remember the name. McCoy was the fifty-third overall pick. Okay, so there you go. So that's like a fairly late second round, like yeah, mid-late second. round. I feel round. like that's where most running backs who, well, actually, running backs kind of all over the board because you get undrafted free agents who somehow mm-hmm. become yeah. all stars, but then. I feel like there's way more second round running backs who become like serviceable to good backs 
than there are like first round talents. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't. It may not be true at all. That's just kind of the feeling I get. It. I just don't. I feel like there's also you have to figure. Would there be some benefits? Yes. If he's a phenomenal, phenomenal running back, mm-hmm. you are locked into a very, you know, very team friendly deal for whatever it is, four or five years. If he's yeah. a phenomenal and extremely durable running back. But I think that's the problem, man, is that I feel like I, I view running backs as like freaking like linebackers on the offensive end. These guys get hurt all the time. And because they're getting they're getting killed like they're getting 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 blasted by each other on both sides of the line yeah man so like i I just to me i view the running back position as i would value i value more you know maybe not one guy who's a super top tier talent but maybe we're going to go down a tier or hopefully not two but at least down a tier and get a get some depth right yeah so that if one guy goes down we're not screwed like if the Derrick Henry situation, right? If Derrick Henry goes down for that team, it's like, oh no, that's awful. Like running backs get hurt too easy for that. It's too much grind. That's Speaking of I Henry, do. did you hear yeah, the rumor that uh, the Eagles were uh, interested in getting Derrick Henry? Did you see all that hullabaloo? I've seen all of it. I, I don't know. Is it because is it as big as it is just because like AJ Brown made a comment, something like that about it, and that's why it's gotten to the level? It's I didn't that. actually. I didn't see AJ Brown's comment, but. Some guy who uh, I think is in UFC or something, a, a Bajamila, it, they share an agency, and he posted it out on Twitter last week, and he's like, sources are, are tell, or you heard it here first, Derek Henry. <laughs> this freaking guy. This and then, of course, douche. Philadelphia Twitter, being the animal that it is, just went berserk on itself. <laughs> Keep me. I don't want it. There's I'm no out. way. I mean, there's no way, right? There's no, no way. And I, no. No. The, like, there's so many reasons why I don't think – it's that would be good. The Eagles have, in so many instances, at least in the last ten years, been running back by committee. Yeah, yeah, and it's worked out. It has. Yeah, I mean, I'm with that. It's, it's. I feel like it's more reliable to do it that way. It's usually cheaper, mm-hmm. right? Like they always say, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Don't. The running back basket is valuable. Yeah. You don't want anyone to take that basket and have no eggs left. <laughs> Space them out. And and Jalen Hurts is taking like at least like a third of the rushing carries anyways. So very good point. It's not like you're. I, there are some games where this past year where they just were running well, just give them the rock, give them the rock. But it's it's more rare than not for a guy to get like twenty carries a game. Yeah, the Eagles' offense isn't going to work that way. I mean. Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown need to get their touches. Mm-hmm. Jalen's going to bootleg it probably five times a game. That mm-hmm. doesn't leave a lot of room for a workhorse running back <laughs> in the Eagles. So, yeah, I don't – 100%. I, I don't – if they take Bijan at 10, I'm not going to say I'm going to be mad. Right, same. I'll, I'll be more mad if they take Ben Skaronsky, who's going to be like a, a backup guard. Okay. I – I don't know. I they've been linked to Skaronsky. Um Apparently, that Paris Johnson guy is really good as a. I think he's a tackle. Um, honestly, I have I have no idea. So much changes from the time the first pick is announced to ten. I mm. think 
I know why people do mock drafts. I get it. It's fun. It's entertaining. But we have no idea what is yeah. actually going to happen. Yeah, I mean, I mean last especially year, the, the trades. Jalen Carter and got AJ Brown within like a half hour <laughs> of each other when none of those things were even probably talked yeah. about for the two months prior. Dude, there was a there was a really good uh, podcast. Well, it's the the Kelsey's podcast, and a couple episodes ago it was the interview between uh, Jason Kelsey and Howie Roseman, which okay. Howie Roseman just I've I've watched and listened to a lot of stuff. He interviews really well. Like he really does. And he gives you a lot, in my opinion. And he gave Jason a lot. And wow oh my gosh, you can just tell it's like glowing. The like mutual love and respect that those guys like have for each other. Yeah. I mean, it's just like they I don't know. You can just like sense it, this like adoration for like both directions. And there's a couple like references in there that are basically to, uh, you know, the whole thing, and uh, we alluded to it earlier, Jason Kelsey's speech, when he says the whole Howie Roseman thing, you put him in the side of the building. You can just tell, like, if you listen to their conversation, you can just tell that, th- I don't think this is a reach to say, I feel like you can just tell that Howie is like, that was, that was cool you, bro. Like, <laughs> like from, one, from one competitor to another, like, yeah. listen, I'm not going to tell you to do that, but. He was like saying the things that Howie couldn't say. You ever been in a situation where someone says what you like literally can't say, but you feel inside? Yep. That's yep. probably that's what happened, and it just feels like that is, I don't know. I, it was just beautiful. Highly recommend it. But they kind of allude to Jason's like asking like, how does that go about kind of thing, and Howie more or less ends up saying like, listen, man, I'd be pissed off if someone made a trade, and I was like, I would have made that trade. So I just. He didn't say it in these terms, but he's like, I just freaking I'm shoot my shot because I know I'll be pissed off if someone makes a trade and I go, oh, man, I would have done that. Yeah, I wish you I know? wish I had done that. That's how he kind of explained it. But I like it. Did I tell you I ran into Howie Roseman in person? No way. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, long story short, I went out to the Cardinals game this past year out in uh, Phoenix and I ended up staying at the same hotel as the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> Did you do your research or was it just coincidence? No, it was completely <laughs> random. My my buddy was like, hey, this his his family came out for like a, a weekend and we've done a we've done a road game now three years in a row, COVID not not included. So nineteen hmm. at the Dolphins last year in Vegas. Well, two years in Vegas and then uh last year in Phoenix. And uh yeah, he's just like, yeah, my parents are coming out this weekend. You know, we'll still do our boy stuff, go to the game. And he's like, we're staying at this hotel. I'm like, all right. We get in there, and uh, I'm out the pool on, like, Friday when I get in. And his, his dad's there. He's like, yeah, I just saw Jordan Mailata in the lobby. Pretty, <laughs> pretty sure we're at the Eagles Hotel. Later that night, my, my buddy and I, I are getting ready to go that. out to watch the uh, Cardinals game. Guess who gets on the elevators? We're getting out. Howie Roseman. And we're like, how? He's like, what's up, boys? <laughs> I'm like, yes, Howie. Oh, and then I had. Oh, with, uh, did you get a pick or anything with him? No, he was he was in the elevator, and we were out with him. Oh, I know, what's up, I know. Boys? But I did have a beer and a long conversation with John Dorenboss at the bar. Dude, I wish I guessed. I for some reason, it, I promise you, I swear in my soul, I was gonna say John Dorenboss. I don't know why. He feels like the player on the team that probably is like just hanging out by the bar most of the day while all the yeah. athletes. Well, he's not even on the team anymore. He's just like a, a oh yeah, yeah. I guess like a consultant or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But yeah, it was after the game. I went back to the hotel. And I was just shooting beers, whatever. And I'm like, Don Dornboss. Oh, that's, that's, that's Dornboss. I know him. Did you ask him to do a magic trick for you? No. <laughs> would have asked him, dude. No. Hey, man. Oh, come on, dude. He loves it. I would have asked him, hey, can you do a little magic trick for me? Hurt your man, it's all good. Saw you on TV? That, 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 I did not know that was a thing for him until uh, America's Got Talent, but dude, okay. he's talented. He's talented. He's known uh, for more than just his long snapping, Colin. Amen. More than an athlete. He's he's a he's a multifaceted individual. He is. Can you put down some beers? Sure can. Oh yeah. Another layer to the John Doran boss story. It never ends. <laughs> never ends. So I, I'm not a gambling expert. That's for damn sure. Uh, I've lost way more money gambling than I have uh, won it. But happens to the best of us. The Sixers to win the Eastern Conference is a juicy 330. How do you feel about that number? Mm. I personally probably won't mess with it too much because I I just hit it in the regular season. I don't know what I – I think I hit it twice. Okay. I have to imagine it was – I can't remember the odds off the top of my head. Longer, I'm, way longer back then. Had, had to be. Um <sighs> See, this is a tough conversation to have because now we're mixing gambling with like we're mi- we're Your mixing hearts. two different personal interests, which is you know it it's hard, and I don't want this to be a thing where I don't do it because you know they're gonna lose because I want them to win, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, it's good odds if you feel like they can beat the Celtics. If you genuinely feel like they can beat the Celtics, yeah freaking go for it but i mean i i do i think it's either the sixers or the celtics and seeing the way that this this hawk series is going i'm leaning sixers probably a lot with my uh heart and not as much with my head as i should but that's neither here nor there this last series they won they swept them and I don't know if it's a positive or negative that they had multiple games where certain players looked really bad and they still won. And I don't know if that's a positive or negative because I, I guess it's a positive if that doesn't happen. So in the next series, so the superstars perform and then there's other yeah. guys that stepped up, still step up. And it's a negative if it's just replicated because if it's replicated, they're not going to beat the Celtics. Yeah. Like and, indeed. And- Embiid in the I think game three, I I I love Embiid, but it felt like Claxton in the defense, like it freaking got to him. He couldn't put up his points, couldn't get good shots because they just chose him. They said we are gonna yep. freaking put everyone on you, and I think it got to him a little. I mean, apparently he got hurt too, but yeah. I mean, I I would got to me too, you know, like I don't know. So. I, I feel like he kind of shut down a little bit, and I'm a little afraid of – I don't know how the Celtics will defend him. I think he can do a lot better. I think the matchups are maybe a little bit better with the Celtics for yeah. Embiid. But – and then James Harden, man. He's never, never – He, he, he has to go get. full Jimmy Butler and get the eye of the Tiger and step up. Does that happen, though? That's – it could, but – but he, he, he never shows any emotion, though. So that's why 
like you're not gonna see him like and be like screaming after he uh you yeah. know pulls through the lane and makes a contested dunk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love that Let me hear you <laughs> I don't know. And Tobias, like Tobias was amazing in what was it, game four? Like so good. But I, I don't know. So if they if all those guys can like put it together, I could see him win. I'm smashing that bet. It's just a matter of that energy. I love, man, I love uh Tucker. I love Tucker and and I can see why people get like frustrated by him because sometimes his shot doesn't go down. Yeah. But especially with like the Ben Simmons thing and everything, to see a guy like miss his first three threes. And again, like I would say Thibel and Ben Simmons, if they miss shots, they would like stop shooting. Right. Which clam up a little bit. Yeah. It sucks. But it's like, dude, you, you, we need you to, we need you to hit these wide. You're wide open. Like we need to hit these shots. We need you to keep that confidence. Tucker seems like he could miss three or four threes. And if he's freaking wide open at his spot in the corner, he's putting it up. Like that's his role. He's going to put it up, you know, and, and he, he's just like a little squirrely guy. That's he's like an old Tyrese Maxey in that he's just always like running around and just being, I bet it's a pain in the ass to go. Oh yeah. Them. Yeah. He's just all over the place all the time. And he's just, he's just he's like, a fuck, he's a pest. That's he's exactly such a it, pest. He's yeah. such a pest. And I think he, the energy that he brings, whereas sometimes it feels like him beating hard and can kind of like shut down a little bit. Sometimes it seems like he's good for the team because he seems like he keeps them going a little, a little bit. Not that he's like the leader of the team, but I like just like the energy that he brings. I love it. <sighs> so I think we're going to tie a bow on it here shortly. Uh, I got kickball. I need to make it too. Mm. Uh you know, Thursday night kickballs are big in the Philly suburbs. Yeah. Your, your boys your boys got a, a big tilt against an undefeated team tonight. We are the Alphabolics, by the way. Shout out. Alphabolics. Yeah. That's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Where are you hitting in the lineup these days? Uh, I, I am the captain of the team, and I usually bat, bat lead off. Okay. So. Are you just like a Bryson Stott get on base kind of approach? Yeah, I, I, I just kick a piss missile right out to shortstop and beat out the throw because they're not going to get me. And then I, I put like, you know, three of the five big legs right behind me and then hopefully they kick a yard and we just run around the bases. Yeah, now, that's good. Uh, week one, that happened. Week two, not so much. So we'll see. We'll see. Okay. What's going week, on in your world this week? This week three. Exciting? Uh, I'm off the weekend. I think I'm probably going to bury myself in a lot of sports. And, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I, I don't nothing too much going on. Sunday, nine a.m. Gonna watch Aston Villa play with my buddy because his his friend from Wales is coming into town, and I guess okay match up Aston Villa in Manchester United going at it. Nine a.m. is pretty early. Yeah, yeah, pretty early. A little bit. I'm a little worried about that, but yeah, you can make it. You yeah, can make it. That's that's about it. Now, apparently, I just read this earlier. Max Tavern, uh, Rob McElhaney's place in Old City, Philadelphia, is obviously now a big uh, Wrexham bar, which makes sense. There's actually Welsh people in the city of Philadelphia who go there to watch Wrexham. Wow. Yeah. This, Talk about this worlds is, colliding. This is, yeah, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. 
You can find anything in the city, man. Uh, you can find anything. Dude, you when, whenever you're down in the city next time, we got to link up and we got to do something. Yeah. Take me. Show me. Show me. Uh, bring me to a game. Show me your leg, man. Yo, I do. We, we have uh, we have spots for for subs all the time. Oh uh, no, I watch. I uh, this okay. leg. Listen, I can play sports. I'm really athletic from like the waist up. Okay, all right. Yeah, I could can't re- still trying to figure out a kick. Still gotcha. trying to figure out a kick. We you know that big event we had. My brother's coming to town. We got a baseball field and we played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I couldn't make it out. Uh, it's all right. I, we'll probably have that again. It was a lot of fun. People had fun. They want to. They want to run it back. But I, uh, I'm ashamed at the fact that I could not get out of bed for like two days from. Kick Dude, off. we're getting old. I'm I'm sore as hell when I wake up on Friday mornings after running around for 45 minutes. Hopefully the scouts don't see this before the draft. Maybe we can wait to release it till later so that uh, I don't want it to lower my stock. This conversation. Hey, so. Later, might do a uh, a little little live quick chat after the Eagles' first pick. You in? Yeah, yeah, I'm absolutely in, quick, man. Quick recap because I feel like as, it's not going to go the way anybody expects. As a great uh, coach Reed once said, "Time's yours." <laughs> Time's yours. Right, let's go. Uh, let's go have a ham sandwich. <laughs> Actually. That coincidentally have the Andy Reid kind of minus the hair. You got the mustache Andy Reid going. Yeah, so. you do. Yeah. Dude, that'd be a great Halloween costume for you. Andy Reid, yeah. Just, just, just tie it up, like go a little gray in the mustache. You got the little burger in each hand. I love it. Jillian could be Patrick Mahomes. I'll uh, I'll dress up like I'll, I'll dress up as Sirianni. I'll come out to Pittsburgh. There you go. <laughs> I'll, I'll, be, I'll be Howie Roseman. I'm sure everyone in Pittsburgh will know exactly who you are. Screw <laughs> ah, it's Nick Sirianni. Screw him. <laughs> yeah, I'll get the I'll get the, the Eagles visor and the I don't know. It's not as easy without Chip Kelly's like S eight on the on the scorecard thing. You can bring like a a flower pot or something. Maybe they'd yeah, get. We gotta fertilize the seed. <laughs> Just like go to a random party and talk to someone about. Dude, I, I thought Sirianni was the minutes. biggest quack ever last year. Like, I'm not <laughs> no. even kidding. I'm like, who the hell is this guy? I know. Well, yeah, we do. Uh, we do rock paper scissors fights to figure out how <laughs> how competitive they are. I'm like, what do you do? Shut up. But hey, the man can coach, and I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy to say I was wrong. We didn't. Hey, we didn't sign him on to be a public speaker. No, right? we did not. He's a football coach, and apparently, a pretty damn good, good one. Yeah, he's relatable, man. It's funny. He turns out he like he flunked that like first ever press conference so badly, and he used it as an example to, in like film or something to his players. Obviously, early on, yeah. He's like, listen, we're gonna make mistakes. We gotta look at this. Look at me. Look at my first press conference. It's freaking horrible, right? We're gonna go in there. We're gonna make changes. The fact that he used that put it put him on the like spotlighted it in front of his whole team, who he's trying to get the buy in, and was like. Look how much I freaking sucked, you know. I that's cool. Like I like that kind of yeah. stuff. The, the yeah. guy that like tries to connect with his team like that and is willing to do it at even his own expense, like that's pretty cool. I like own, that. own your mistakes and learn from them and be better. Bam, there it is. All right, so we'll sign off on that one. Uh, we'll talk later. We'll yeah. see what Howie Roseman's drumming up in the war room. We'll see.
quick bet for the day. Let me get in the quick bet for the day. I didn't have Hit a me. ton of time to research. Um, you should be able to get it at pretty good odds, surprisingly. I think around – depends on the book. I think on one book I got it like plus 104. Trey Young over two-and-a-half three-pointers. He's been not very good at three-pointers. It felt like towards the – for most of the season, but certainly towards the, the last quarter there. And he just wasn't shooting a lot. But obviously he's going to get like every minute of the game. And in yeah. the last two games, I think he hit four and then five respectively with like 10 and – over 10 attempts so he's shooting a lot more and it's like it's on the line we got to put him up and it just feels like he's getting hot so that could be a good uh, i out of all the bets i saw i, I kind of think i like that one the most over two and a half three pointers trey on love it love it so by the time this gets out to the people i have a feeling it might be tomorrow so they won't get to uh benefit from it but i'm locking it in and i'm gonna play it yeah and so. if it doesn't hit that's perfect we just cut it out and then we'll start We'll so start we, with the next so one. So we can do about, you know, video editing. <laughs> There's a beautiful thing called video editing and yeah. audio editing. Brother, All go right. kick hey, some you balls. Look, you look spiffy, boss. I hope they call your name. Yeah, I hope so, too. I, I will definitely, if they show me and it's I'm on the phone, right after I talk to Howie, I'll call you right up. So if you see me calling, it'll be to you. Make sure you pick up. Love it. All hey, right. As, uh, as Jalen Hurts once said, we had a plan before they had an opinion. Go birds, baby. Plan. Go Today, birds. To, go birds. Cheers. We'll uh, we'll talk later. That was episode one of the podcast. I'm looking forward to doing episode two. Yes, sir. All right. Talk later, bud. All right. Take it easy. Be well.